0: Access more. Hello, it's good to be with you again. I'm Craig. This is Illuminated Soul where we hang out together being real with what we feel and team up with the Holy Spirit to practice excellence of soul, excellence of mind, will and emotions. Today, I want to chat about silence. Did you get that? That was a joke I wrote. I said I want to chat about silence and then I waited and there was a moment of silence. You can use that joke. It's free. I've got plenty of them. And you're thinking, please don't ever share one (laughs) again. That's the last one. All right. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the signs with all the protests. Silence equals violence. And I understand that it's at first it's shocking, you know, or, or even confusing. What does that mean? Uh, From my understanding, it's the silence that ignores, denies, represses, dissociates, uh, avoids, pretends something isn't happening or isn't present. Something didn't happen when it actually did. It's that kind of silence. Like I learned in catechism back in the day, in the 70s, there are sins of commission, but also sins of omission, which is a sinful failure to perform an action. So... That's that kind of silence that can actually equal violence. But what I want to camp out on today is there is also a silence that does not equal violence, but instead equals healing and love. It's a silence that makes room for God's mind to be revealed and his words to be heard. It's a silence that creates healing. There is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. That's Proverbs twelve eighteen, 18. And uh, yeah, I'll admit it. Words sure have a tendency to flow out of my mouth like spilled wine on a white cloth dinner table. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's hard not to see and be distracted by the stain <laughs> after that, you know? Good night. Proverbs ten nineteen reads, when there are many words, transgression is unavoidable. But he who restrains his lips is wise. You know, I worked in radio for 30 years. I had the privilege of, at the end of my career, hosting the morning show on K-Love with Craig, Amy, and Kankelfritz. I was the Craig part, of course. But I remember throughout radio realizing that that scripture it hung over my head where there are many words, transgression is unavoidable. And I knew every day some transgression no matter how minor it would be, would take place. Why? Because I was always, and we were always, speaking. And we tried our best to plan and edit and and maintain self-control, awareness. But where there are many words, (laughs) transgression is unavoidable. There's no way around it. So restraint is wisdom. And here, silence is life-giving. That's what this has to do with uh, the, our emotional well-being. You might be thinking, what does this have to do with my heart, with my mind, will, and emotions? Because silence can be a place of healing and life and growth and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You know it. If we're constantly making noise, constantly speaking, constantly venting our and sharing our opinions and emotions, uh, we're actually creating an environment for increased agitation, frustration, annoyance. Silence gives space and time to remind us of the actual uncertainty of our opinions. (laughs) Silence disempowers the ego attached to our opinions, to our vocalized thoughts and opinions. Silence removes the blinders that our opinions place over our eyes. You know, David found himself in the midst of treachery and oppression, mental pressure and stress, and his response to it is found in Psalm 62.1. My soul waits in silence for God only. From him is my salvation. Isn't that beautiful? My soul waits in silence. I know it's poetic, lovely, and just hard to do. <laughs> it's just hard to do. But it seems like this was a discipline and practice for David maybe being a shepherd lent to the practice of that discipline that we find him referring to throughout Psalms. Surely I have stilled and quieted my soul. That's Psalm 131 too. Elsewhere in the Psalms, I wait for the Lord. My soul does wait. And in his word, I put my hope. Rest in God alone, O my soul, for my hope comes from him. And Psalm 2714, wait patiently for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait patiently for the Lord. So there seems to be a pattern here, and as one of my mentors taught me, patterns have meaning. My soul waits in silence for God only. Here, that waiting silence means quiet and trust, and it comes from a root word that means to cease. But cease from what? That's a good question. I think regarding today's topic, ceasing from speaking, or at least speaking too quickly or rashly, have you noticed how awkward silence can be? It can just feel weird. I just, I, I, I can feel the weirdness of it. You're in a meeting, you're hanging out with people. Oh, you're at the dinner table, right? Especially when you're out with some new friends and the, just a, the awkward silence. And so how quickly we tend to fill the silence, right? We seem to have a compulsion to fill the void because the void, the silence actually speaks another language, meaning it makes room for us to hear God speak. Silence can put our thoughts and words through a sifter to find out if there's any good gold in them at all. John of the Cross said, it is best to learn to silence the faculties and to cause them to be still so that God may speak. And so this silence when we exercise self-control, we set a guard over our mouth, and we take time, it actually allows our faculties, that's our emotions, our, what we sense and perceive, to calm down, <laughs> relax. Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. The Passion Translation puts it this way, be silent, stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. In silence we see and that's what we want we all want to see what we want to see the truth as Christians as sons and daughters of God we want to see him we want to see God's face we want to see him move we want to see his power and action in our lives right we want to see and sometimes I do a lot because I want to see a lot I want to see conclusions I want to see manifestations I want to see fruit however you want to I want to see results right And so oftentimes I speak, 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 and I do, 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 do. But here in Psalm 46.10, especially the Passion Translation, be silent. Stop your striving. And one of the fruits of that is you will see that I am God, that there is actually God, (laughs) the one and only God, Jesus Christ. So in silence we see. Proverbs tells us, a man of understanding keeps silent. Proverbs 12, 13, in the transgression of the lips is an evil snare. The one who guards his mouth preserves his life. The one who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Proverbs 13, 3. And then one more. We could camp out on Proverbs all day. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. the Passion Translation. Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. Hmm. And those consequences affect our souls, our mind, our our will, our emotions. Now, I have to say this, obviously, uh, remaining silent also can be highly unethical. Jim Lukaszewski is a crisis management consultant. He wrote, we should be careful that our silence is not deceptive, allowing others to believe what we know for certain is not true. And Emmanuel Chavidian Uh, is the owner uh, of an ethics and communication consulting practice. He wrote, We ought not remain silent when facing injustice and abuse, but speak truth to power. We should not remain silent when witnessing wrongdoing. In those circumstances, silence is not morally acceptable. We have a duty to speak up. So that's that silence equals violence thing. But maybe you're thinking, what does all this have to do with my emotional well-being? Well, I'm thinking this, the next time you find yourself agitated, emotionally overwhelmed, fearful, ask yourself, have I been talking too much? Have I been revealing my opinions every chance I get? It's just a simple examination. And I can tell you for me personally, oftentimes the answer is yes, Craig, you're just talking too much. You're delighting and revealing your own opinion. Remember Proverbs 13.3, the one who guards his mouth preserves his life, his soul. The one who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. So there is life in silence. There's, There's healing in silence. Healing for you and healing for others. And it could be that your soul, my soul, needs the peace that the solitude of silence with the Holy Spirit brings. And that that space cultivates the opportunity to hear God's voice. Let me look at that note real quickly. I'm reminded, oh, oh yeah, John of the Cross, it's best to learn to silence the faculties and to cause them to be still so that God may speak. I love that. We're learning, we're practicing. And as King Solomon wrote, there is a time to keep silence and a time to speak. So every moment, may we discern with the Holy Spirit that time. For the sake of creating life, establishing love, and bringing forth healing. Thanks for listening. I'm Craig. This is Illuminated Soul.